0: Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we are discussing our favorite quotes.
0: <laughs> yes. And bonus material, our most hated quotes. <laughs> that which we added later, because we were going to just talk about our favorites, but then Lauren's like, maybe we should throw in our least favorite. And I was like, okay. And at I've least one. one. <laughs> I have I have two. I do two. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. All right. Sweet.
1: So we're, Wouldn't yeah. it be funny if they're the same one?
0: I wonder there's there's um, like nine films to choose from yeah yeah, yeah. there's
1: quite a bit of material <laughs> well, it was
0: hard to choose my favorites too i know my first my top favorite quote of all time yes and then the second one it was a tie so i'll tell you my tie
1: okay. i guess i have
0: three favorites but
1: i kind of do too but one is more like a conversation that i like so it's not like a quote oh, so it's oh. kind of like an honorable mention at the end
0: oh i like this okay well let's get into it then do you want to start or shall i You can start. Okay. Could you guess that this is my favorite quote? In all of Star Wars, I think it's the one I'm reminded of most often in my own life because I need reminded of it. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Yeah. Came from Yoda himself talking to Anakin And I love it because if you think about each of its parts, it's so true. Mm -hmm. Fear often leads to anger. I mean, think of things that you don't understand, right? Mm -hmm. It can often, if you don't understand it, you get angry. Like if you don't understand a problem or you don't understand how to fix something, what's the very next thing? You get Mm -hmm. kind of frustrated, right? Angry. But anger leading to hate? Absolutely. We see this across the planet. And hate just leads to suffering. I mean, in it, in this aspect, it was obviously meant, you know, the dark side, all of this goes to the dark side. Anakin eventually turns to the dark side because he let fear control him and it led to his ultimate lifelong suffering. But it's so applicable to everyday. Anger is a natural human response. It's something we all have to like manage. Mm -hmm. We should never let it get to hate and certainly never let it get us into a a mode of suffering so anyway that's my favorite star wars quote that's a really
1: beautiful quote i love that and it the best kind of media or books movies whatever are the kind where it's great in the story but it also applies to our regular lives and i think that that, that's a really good example of that because living in fear in a state of fear of any kind of fear is paralyzing it's a horrible place to be yes and look at how Anakin suffered so much for the rest of his life giving into that. It's really yeah. heartbreaking.
0: And one of the one of my favorite pictures that they always attach to this quote is like Anakin as a child, which is connected mm-hmm. to the fear. Anakin in like as he's coming up as a young Jedi, I guess Jedi in training. I guess Phantom Menace. Not Phantom Menace. Um Jesus, if I could get my life together. <laughs> anakin in the clone wars Uh attack of the clones that would be the anger Anger. and then the hate is revenge of the sith which eventually leads to the suffering which is darth vader and it's all very beautifully he was scared as a child he let it make him hateful and angry and eventually the suffering he suffered his entire the the rest of his adult living life yeah just suffered think of your own lives if
1: there's ever been a time where you were wronged or like something that you were clinging to and you realize that like you are the only one with the power to like free yourself from that prison you know it's like he couldn't forgive obi-wan and he couldn't let go of all the anger plus you know the emperor put him in that suit that made it kind of hard to let go of oh yeah 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 anger
0: a little bit it helped to fuel it (laughs)
1: and like you live in your own prison then Mm -hmm. when you're clinging to hate and anger you're the only one who can like forgive and let it go yes you can decide that those things just aren't worth your suffering that's like the biggest most powerful thing you can do for yourself
0: hatred of another hurts you more than the person it's supposed to be directed at
1: Yes, especially because they probably aren't thinking about you as much as you're thinking nope. about them.
0: Exactly. It's funny because if you think about it, like after Anakin fell and became Darth Vader, he went on like this quest to kill all the rest of the Jedi that didn't make it or that didn't right. uh, didn't get killed in Order 66. He went around just mm-hmm. the, pur- the, je- the great Jedi purge, right? He hated him so much. That he spent, like, how many years, decades, focusing only on them? Like, yeah, instead of just letting it go, which, I mean, that's not the story, I know. But, like, think of it as yourself. Instead of just letting it go and freeing yourself from it, he clung to it and kept on, like, kept, the Jedi took up so much free rant space in his head. Yeah. Long after it wasn't even a, like, he should have just been like, okay, next, next, next level. <laughs> Of, moving of my on being yeah <laughs> yeah moving i just always on. get
1: a kick out of it in a new hope because like every other line vader gives is about obi-wan and it's like dude this happened a long time ago like could, right like is he literally on your mind constantly yes <laughs> that must be agony
0: and who suffered? I mean, obviously the Jedi suffered, yeah, and the rebels eventually, you know, because, like, th- this Palpatine was focused, if nothing else. Yeah. But he was the one who carried around the death of Padme with him. He was the one that carried around how the Jedi wronged him and how wrong mm-hmm. and, you know, how everybody wronged him and all this stuff. And it's just like, man.
1: Well, he has a ripple effect, right? Like, you're yes. the center of the ripple and then you just start making everyone around you suffer when you're mm-hmm. that way
0: well vader is often written or described as like you sense him coming like his dark cloud before he even enters the room that's somebody yeah. who has some negative shit around them
1: yeah you wouldn't want to spend time around anybody like
0: that. no i mean think of family members or friends that you have that like you know you're just like oh god here they come like oh they're showing up <laughs> to a family party they're such a downer you know what i mean you know you yeah. have someone in your family like that i do I was just like, oh, it's so heavy. You've got heavy. the Darth Vader in the family. No, nobody's that cool in my family. But like, and nobody's <laughs> killed anyone in my family that I know of. But, <laughs> you know. Hopefully not. Hopefully, I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're a docile bunch. But no one's that cool. No one has a cool respirator <laughs> like that. Not yet. No capes either. I judge on yeah. the the swivel, the, the swishiness of a cape. <laughs> and the cape drop. That's very important. Yeah, the, ca- the cape drop, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> there's no better dramatic cape drop than one from Kenobi, right? <sighs> Seriously. That motherfucker. The one in Revenge anyway. of the Sith is epic. <laughs> yeah, there's... Listen, Revenge of the Sith cape drop is mic drop, as far as I'm concerned. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, we could do a whole episode on
0: cape dropping. <laughs> yeah. ooh, ooh, mark that down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> All right, that's mine. How about yours? Uh, my
1: favorite one is... Similar. It's actually um, like a life lesson type one that really, really resonates with me. And it's Qui-Gon's quote that your focus determines
0: your reality. Just love it. I knew that was coming. And it is so (laughs) applicable to life. It's a life lesson, like you said. It's so good. It's really true. And it's just been so true in my own life, you know? Well... Think back to what we were just talking about. Your focus determines. So if you think about depressing, hateful things, you're going to be depressing and hateful. Like, yeah. That's going to be your life. It's all you're going to see. So, yeah. And Luke,
1: Luke chose to see the good, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, his reality was very different than his father's especially. And look how it turned out. Yeah, and the like they both had really shitty, sad childhoods. And they turned out very differently because they have different mentality. Yes. And maybe Luke didn't have the fear. You know, he no. grew up at least with a family unit mm-hmm. that, you know... I mean, Anakin had his mother, but he was still a slave. And Luke had grumpy Uncle <laughs> Owen, <laughs> but he didn't feel uh, afraid Owen was doing of his very
0: best. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Luke is a lot. Okay, he's a lot to handle, I don't deny. But to me, like, in my... In my past, like, I was much more of a negative person, a cynical, sarcastic person, Mm -hmm. and I was not very happy. No. And then I had, like, a big life shift recently, and I used to always feel like the gratitude culture was kind of for, you know, hipsters, and it was bullshit, but it's not, actually. Mm -mm. The more you focus on your gratitude and focus Mm -hmm. on the things that make you happy, and make that the center of your focus, your reality falls in line with that. And you don't necessarily believe it till you do it. You know, it can seem kind of like bullshit, but it's really not. And so I just love that about Qui-Gon because it's not about the code. Right. And it's not an uptight thing. It's like giving you the ultimate power, truly. Mm -hmm. Because if you have the power to control your thoughts and your reality... You can handle all kinds of situations that come up yes. with more grace, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> without like losing your shit totally, which, you know, we're allowed to do that. That's yeah. fine. It's okay if that happens to you. We're not always, pr- I read something once that it's like, it's not all fucking rainbows and Narnia, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, you, when you're when you like a positivity person or like a, it's true. a gratitude person. It's not that every day, no. you know? You have bad days still, but at least you you have tools to help you
0: work through those days. That's what it is. And I didn't learn that until I met you. You helped me when I was in a negative place. And you told me about practice more gratitude and positive affirmations and things. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't tried it, so I can't rule it out, right? And it literally yeah. helped so yeah. much. And that makes I, me happy. I'm glad well, I helped yeah. another person. You did. Oh, pl- You've helped me so much.
1: Well, you have helped me but, too.
0: I mean, I was oh in the no, same place. Oh no, this is place. turning emotional. How? do oh, no. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> get the tissue boxes. <laughs> oh. We always do this every time this happens. <laughs> but no, cry into
1: our teacups.
0: Yeah.
1: But- I mean, I had—I was the same. I was in a really shitty place, and I, I felt like, well, I've never tried this, mm-hmm. so I can't really discredit it until I try it. So I tried it, and there was a huge shift for me mentally not overnight though this shit takes work it does it takes and and it's uh, daily practice it's not you can't really ever stop
0: (laughs) yeah well it's like working out if you only do it every once in a while it's not really gonna amount to much but the the dedication and the consistency is what really racks it up so
1: yeah and i i don't have any problem striving to be more like (laughs) qui-gon
0: no who uh, uh uh-uh whether it's the hair Oh, yeah, the, the hair sets. goals. <laughs> yeah, hair goals. <laughs> Sorry, I went to the shallow part, but he has luscious hair in that, in it that movie. He does. Lovely it's, hair. I don't, <laughs> I don't care if it's a weave. I don't care if it's a better weave than Obi-Wan had in Attack of the Clones. We've been <laughs> over this. <laughs> yep, that's a good quote. I love that one. Me too. I could get that one tattooed, I think, and not feel regret. No, that would be a, a constant reminder in your face all the yeah. time if you had it in a, like, you know, a place where yeah. you could refer to it often.
1: <laughs> exactly, to remind me when I'm having
0: those moments when I'm being negative or depressed. Well, what's your next one? Well, my next one is a tie. Like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's because of the poignancy of the moment. the The one that is my second favorite that I'm going with is because I love everything it stands for. But what it's tied with, I'll get to it. But my second favorite quote is. From Luke Skywalker himself in Return of the Jedi, when he says, after he tosses that lightsaber, never. I'll never turn to the dark side. You failed, Your Highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
1: That's my second one too. Oh, no shit!
0: Is it really? <laughs> it Shut is. the fuck up. I was not expecting that, but you're it is. That's, I mean, that's we're hundred percent. My Shut up! So well, let's talk about why it's so good. <laughs> We did not True plan this space obviously. twin moment, girl. Oh my wow. god, it's so good though. It is. It's
1: just. It's like. Oh, yes, I'm so glad this is yours. Too. <laughs>
0: Yay! <laughs> it's so good. I mean, if you're not familiar with Star Wars out there, just look up this moment. You don't need to see all three movies. I mean, you should, but just look this up because, look it up if you have seen Star Wars because it gives you a moment of power. It's everything that Star Wars is. And how,
1: like, how Mark Hamill was able to do that with a straight face and, like, give it so much depth of meaning, even though it seems yeah. kind of, like, a little bit dramatic, like, a little
0: melodramatic. He does it so beautifully. I he just controls his that. voice. You yes. could go in there like, never. Never bitch. I'll never <laughs> turn to the dark side, you <laughs> dumbass. I mean, he I mean, obviously they're not going to swear, but, like, he could have put more sass into it, but just like yeah. Luke Skywalker, he's controlled, he's, he, and he's even polite. He says, you failed, your highness, period. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. You failed, yeah. your highness. I'm a Jedi, like my father before me, who he's laying on the ground, or maybe he's stood yeah, up like by the this point. It's like the most polite remember.
1: little bitch slap ever. Isn't it? <laughs>
0: it's, like, yeah. g- I'm so glad you tried for the past how many decades to pretend that this man wasn't a Jedi. But guess what? Yeah. I just reminded everyone in this room that he was.
1: Yeah. I love the cinematography in that moment, too, because all through that scene, Luke's face is, like, mostly in shadow. Yes. And he as he says never and stands up straight and he throws he the lightsaber and takes a step forward and his face is in all light. Yes. And that's when he's f- first time fully lit, all light completely committed to the light side and that's when his little collar has fallen open and you see the light interior of his collar and his shirt Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like all these little things that make it so perfect it's the poignancy of it all it's just it's such a beautiful moment and like I don't feel like any other actor could have done it quite perfectly like Mark Hamill's so perfect in that moment Yes, and it's such a good moment. It's just like finally Luke is just in his full power, just standing yes. there, and is like is willing to accept whatever is coming because you can't say something like that and expect it to go well for you. Oh no,
0: not at all. I just I don't. It's just it's all the sum of all the parts, right? With this yeah. big moment, and and like I love how he stands up. I mean, he straightens mm-hmm. his back. I mean, he's like you said, committed. That I, yeah, it's so good. I'm so proud of our boy in that moment. Can you imagine Vader laying there? Just like, the fuck? The kid stood up for me! Someone stood up for me! <laughs> like, finally! <laughs> yeah,
1: after seriously. After being a
0: doormat for 40 years. I wonder if he was afraid for him. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it you know, took him a second. He probably knew what was coming. Yeah. Was I mean, like, it took ooh. it took him a second. He did the whole, like, head turn. You know, the the they focus on... I, I love that part, though. He's looking at... Luke, and then he turns his head, and he's looking at Palpatine, and he turns his head like it's this whole thing, like <laughs> you know, the cinematic of it all. This, yeah, the, you know, the, the cinematic traits of it all. But when you yeah, just see just... the like
1: lightning reflecting off of his helmet, off his helmet,
0: yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. It was probably a lot for him to process.
1: Yeah, that was the moment. It was like the fork in the road right there. It's like you're either gonna let history repeat itself, or you're gonna do something different and save this person yes. and he finally made the right choice
0: yeah it only he took broke a free. long long time right yeah. but it took his damn son his kid yeah a reflection of his wife Ah, oh, it's so good it's particularly poignant because you know previously
1: when he'd had encounters with luke he was trying to turn him for his own yeah. benefit and it took like pushing all of the characters to this moment so that anakin was finally in mentally the right place Mm -hmm. because before he would have just been trying to save luke for selfish reasons yeah and now he's saving him because this is wrong and i can't let this happen Mm -mm. and he hasn't made a decision like that since he was a jedi you know right 20 years ago or however long it was and in the clone wars
0: probably was one of the last times he made a decision like that you know, in my head canon, I like to think maybe he saw a bit of Padme in their son, mm-hmm. standing up for what was right against all odds. Mm-hmm. And, like, if he had a chance again, he wouldn't allow his wife to die, and that was a piece of his wife. Yeah. Not that he's not saving Luke, but, like, it's it's the only connection to their family structure that he wanted so badly anyway. Yeah. And here's, like, a representation of what he, as a Jedi Knight in the Clone Wars, represented. And what Padme in the Senate represented. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just had a long conversation in our episode from last week about why Padme was so wonderful because she stood up for the I mean, against whatever came at her, she always tried to do the right thing. And so I like to think in my head canon that he was reminded of that in that moment as well. Like it was probably I don't like the head turn of him. Like, do I save my son or not? I don't think it's that. I like to think like I have a lot of emotions right now that I haven't processed for about 40 years, but I'm going to throw this guy over the balcony anyway because I fucking hate him and that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the hesitation for me that's the 40 years of I haven't been able to process any of my emotions and now it, it, it's now or never. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Well, maybe part of it is that like he could never have gotten away with it before. Palpatine would have always seen him coming, and yeah. right now he's a little distracted. <laughs> True, just a little. Yeah, and because Vader gets up, drags himself up, and walks over next to him, he thinks, yeah. "My oh, dog yeah. is back where he's supposed to be on his leash," and so Surprise. he's not even paying attention.
0: Mm-mm.
1: So it's like the it's like now or never. Literally, like if I don't do it now, there's never going to be another
0: chance to break yeah. free of this guy. Yeah, it's a great moment, and to do it for his son, I just love it. So what was your tie? My tie? It doesn't compare to this, but it is one of my favorite quotes. If we're just doing it for quotes and not like the, like we said, like the whole scene. Mm-hmm. It's actually Padme saying, so this is how democracy dies, right? With thunderous applause. Mm-hmm. Yes. That always gives me chills. <laughs> and she says it like, with the, the, the one time Natalie Portman <laughs> portrays something... <laughs> Rather perfectly. Um, sorry, Nat. Um, but she does like the like cocky shoulder head thing, like mm-hmm. because everyone's just buying into the bullshit except for her yeah. and Bail, who's with her. Yeah. So this is how it ends with thunderous applause and like, if that isn't representative of nowadays, I don't know what is. So I like that quote quote a lot because it's very applicable. Yeah. And I do think about that often. Every time I see that gif or like something with a meme when it like that, I always want to cheer because it's so on point for nowadays. So Yeah,
1: yeah. It's particularly chilling in our current political climate.
0: Yes. So I mean, while there's no competition with the the massiveness of Luke's, you know, but if we only had to choose two, it's definitely I, I would throw that in there as an honorable mention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one is good. The one that I, the my, uh, like, it's not even a tie. It's just something that I do deeply love. And again, it's not like these other moments where they're more, like, yeah, meaningful. But I guess it is kind of. I love the scene between Luke and Leia when he's saying, the force is strong in my family. I have it. My oh. father has it. My sister has it. And that is just so beautiful.
0: So good. <laughs> it's like you're my sister i know it's like love it. such
1: an important moment where they start to like really realize how connected they are and i just love that quiet soft conversation
0: luke talks like a normal person kind of he does leia's the only one that he can really talk to like that and that and we even see that in other ways maybe even in the sequel trilogy like they're the only ones that can, they can level with each other yeah they're the they're honest with one another
1: Even in a way that Han and Leia can't be. And Han and Luke, like, they all have very special relationships, but they do. Luke and Leia have that level of being action stars next to each other, but Mm -hmm. also having Mm -hmm. these deeply personal conversations. Like, you know Han and Luke really care about each other you never see a moment where they have, like, a quiet, deep conversation with each other. I don't know if Han would point. ever even allow a moment like that with another person. I know. The closest yeah. you get is him with his son, really. And then there's that short yeah. conversation with Leia in um, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I just love that very personal moment for both of them where... He wants to hear about his mother, and she's having these, like, realizations, like, wait, if Vader's your father, that means he's also my
0: father. Like, what? Right. (laughs) Yeah, and she, that is not easy for her to swallow. No. At all. I mean. I mean, he actually physically
1: tortured her in A New Hope. They cut that scene out of the movie. And blew up her 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 home. Yes, that also. That's kind of a big deal. And everyone she loved. Made her watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It was not a good entry. It, it, it was not a good introduction, yeah, to one another, and she had to live with that. That's, I mean, it's essentially why she didn't really use the force willingly. I mean, she trained for a while, we know that, yeah. but it was why she abandoned it too. Yeah, she just, if there was a chance of her turning into Vader, she wanted nothing to do with it. You know, yeah. So
1: very, it's very um, beautiful moment. But it also has all these layers of meaning. It's not—that's what I love about Star Wars—is it's always kind of bittersweet. There's this beautiful thing, this depth, and then there's this like horrible realization of your truth and your reality that comes with that. That's why we love all the pain. (laughs) That's why we're here. (laughs) We
0: love to suffer. (laughs) Actually, the quote was never uh, "hate leads to suffering." It's Star Wars leads to suffering forget forget hate and it does lead we to love hate to a lot of people they feel a lot of hate about star wars but well that's true too i i'm probably gonna get some hate for my least favorite quote choice oh i'm we probably both will it's fine <laughs> well what's Dang. your least favorite now i'm desperate to hear i i have i the minute i heard this in the theater i damn near got up and walked out I was at that point anyway, at this point, for other reasons, but I was just like, are you serious? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's in The Last Jedi, Mm. and this has nothing to do with Kelly Marie Tran. Okay? It's the writing, not the actress. Yeah, she's adorable. The quote is, I love her. Yeah. she's No hate to her Mm -mm. at all, ever. But it is her line, and it is, that's how we're going to win this. Not fighting what we hate saving what we love that really made my skin crawl (laughs) right now i i get i get what they were trying to do with that
1: yeah but it
0: fell flat and it's also wrong
1: god out of nowhere that just is opening up a whole other thing of like things wrong with that movie but
0: there's there's so many examples of why this quote is just wrong (laughs) like yeah I just got done saying that you don't want to hate anything, but when something threatens something you love, right? Yeah. You have to fight against something that's threatening what you love. I mean, it also kind of plays on like femininity is saving what we love and masculinity is fighting, which I also don't like. Mm -hmm. Not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. Okay. But you can do, you can do both. It's not, it's not like one or the other. Yeah. It's too simplistic. I just really hate it, and I really hate, like, the moment. It was awkward. It was weak. It was yeah. too fluffy for whatever, and then and then it was made worse because that actual the relationship that she wanted with Finn never went anywhere, and so that fell flat as well, and I, the whole I, thing uh... is a mess. I just... When I heard that, I was just like, really, though? It's one like, of the many things in the sequels
1: where it just comes out of fucking nowhere and then doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... Mm, Yeah, that's cringy. It's real cringy. Mine is much simpler. (laughs) What is it? Mine is the same moment that we talked about earlier with Luke and Vader and the Emperor. Yeah. But how in the new edits they added Vader going, no. (laughs) I hate it so much. I hate it so much. It's like doubling down on something that was bad to begin with vader waking up and going where's padme is she all right and then stepping to the edge of the platform and going no it's so (laughs) fucking stupid and then It's pretty bad. It was like George Lucas being like, well, you didn't like it there? Guess what? I'm going to add it to the best scene of Star Wars and see what you think. That's it. (gasps) Yeah, it was,
0: that's not a good choice. Uh, It's not a good choice. It
1: causes me physical pain every time I, because I forget it's in there when I'm watching it on Disney+. Plus. I forget, and then the end of that scene comes up and Vader screams no, and I just hate it so much. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh. (laughs) It was a bad choice. It was really bad. It's embarrassing to see it. I'm like, I'm embarrassed for the movie's sake. Like, (laughs) it's, just leave it alone. I want to just save it from itself. Like, yeah, why'd you touch something that was perfect? You want want to throw it away. Yeah, I want to take this movie and throw it off a balcony. (laughs) Yeah, that and like, I don't, I also really dislike the, I don't like sand line. Well,
0: that's just... That's implied. <laughs> it's really awful and pointless and terrible, and it's... <laughs> but, you know, my second most cringy, like, worst quote is... It's also in Attack of the, Attack of the Clones. It's when Anakin and Padme are by the fire, and oh it's my the God. whole weirdness. Yes,
1: that was the tie for the I don't like sand conversation to me. Mm-mm. The
0: whole conversation could just be thrown into the fire and never never remembered again but it's the part of believe me i wish i could just wish away my feelings anakin honey i love you but (laughs) i wish i could just wish away my feelings bitch you can't use wish twice when you're trying to say you could you you don't understand what wish means i wish i could wish but i can't wish so i wish but i can't wish because i don't
1: (laughs) That's right How up there with the even... really shitty dialogue in *Revenge of the Sith*, where uh, <laughs> she's like fake brushing her hair. First of all, oh, you don't brush curls. You don't brush them. You don't brush, you don't curls. brush curls. Okay, she's standing there. Not those there. kind of curls. No, not hers. Not the ones she had. No, you don't touch those with a brush. She's no. brushing her hair, and he says something like, "I'm so in love with you," and she's like, "Love has blinded you."
0: And it's just like the worst dialogue. And doesn't he say like? I love you, but no, I love you more. It's one of those moments. I'm just yes. like, stop. Like, yes. <laughs> it is
1: excruciating. And it's not how people really talk to each other. But. No. Yeah.
0: It would have It no. would have been okay if he just stood there silently, wistfully admiring her beauty. Yes. And said nothing at all. Yes. Less is more. You ever have that moment where you just look at someone?
1: Yes. Yeah. And you realize, like, how much you love them and. Yes. It's, it's there's this line in Emma, the jane austen novel where the hero says to the heroine if i loved you less maybe i could talk about it more and it's because mm. his feelings mm. are so strong he can't even talk about it like Why? he can't profusely confess his love because it's too valuable it's too meaningful to give cheap language yes. to it that's that's actually beautiful. It is, be- and Jane Austen. Because Jane Austen is fucking Jane Austen brilliant. is. <laughs> uh,
0: there's no competition. No, between there.
1: whoever wrote a the ones, <laughs> they were not Jane Austen, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it was not done well, and it was it, just fucking awful. You know, we don't want
0: to, <laughs> we don't want to be too negative, no. but there you go. <laughs> no, no, no. These are just lines that are just like, come on, or 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 just leave them out. Yeah.
1: Well, I posted something like that the other day. It's like, they cut out the scene from Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan goes to Padme and says, like, yes, I know that you've had these feelings and I was quiet about it because it was so meaningful and valuable to the two of you. They cut that scene, but they leave in the scene where Anakin's talking about sand getting
0: everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Being yeah. itchy the- and scratchy. <laughs> I saw what you put on Instagram. <laughs> that quote is wonderful and would have added so much. Yeah. Because we all knew Obi-Wan knew about them. Yeah. But he also respected and loved the both of them. And it was probably very hard for him to look away, but he knew because he'd been through it. Yes. And it shows
1: how much he cared about Anakin. That he... Absolutely. I don't
0: know why it wasn't left in.
1: It was so important to him that Anakin was happy he turned a blind eye because he just wanted his Padawan to have something that brought him joy. Yeah, and... and balance
0: Padme could do what no one else could yeah in helping Anakin be that happy
1: ultimately it was the biggest mistake of all of them but like that's what
0: made it an even more powerful scene yes (laughs) yes 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 well I mean (laughs) there you have it folks Star Wars leads yeah Star Wars leads to suffering thanks for joining us (laughs)
1: dear listeners return the conversation is always over to you please tell us what is your favorite star wars quote and why and feel free to share what is your least favorite star wars quote and why we would love to know
0: (laughs) yes i'm curious i can't wait to see the answers
1: yes i've heard some uh some stuff in the past saying one of the worst lines is the palpatine return somehow is one of the most
0: a lot of people i mean it was that was clunky that was terribly, yeah. I mean, no no offense to Oscar Isaac, obviously, no, but like, delightful. how do you deliver a line like that? <laughs> you don't. Let's just not. <laughs> so hit us up. Tell us on social media. You can
1: email us at mostthingskenobi.com. Find us. Tell us. Send your feelings to us. We'd love to know. Join us back here next week for something Leanne is particularly excited about. We are finally going to delve into the Darth Vader scene from Rogue One. It is both of our favorite Darth Vader moments in all of Star Wars, and we cannot wait to chat about it. We're also coming up on our 40th episode, which we can hardly believe. We would like to do another Q&A episode where you, the listeners, send us some questions. They can be random, they can be about anything, they could be about Star Wars, and we will have a blast answering them on our 40th episode feel free to send your questions either to mostthingskenobi at gmail.com or you can DM us either on Instagram, Tumblr, or Twitter. Last week on the show, we interrupted our regular programming to do an emergency broadcast about the sixth episode of The Book of Boba Fett. But a week prior to that, we did an episode about James Arnold Taylor, and we got some very sweet comments about this fantastic actor. Clone Wars Collector left a comment that said, This man is literally one of the sweetest people alive. He always tries to be as positive as possible, and also encouraging others to do as well. There's a reason I look up to this man and consider him my hero. And we even got a comment from Jat himself. He very kindly left this comment, I'm blushing with a little smiley face.
0: Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can do that. Thank you. As always, you can find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So
1: until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.